Thanks for tuning in to Good Friends, Better Rivals on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about all the things you love, like movies, TV, sports, professional wrestling, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. What is good? What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Ferris Bunner, and welcome to another edition of Good Friends, Better Rivals. And on this week, we are talking Giants-Cowboys preseason breakdown and a quick review of Hard Knocks. Another episode dropped last um, last week on Tuesday. Episode three coming tomorrow. We're going to break that down as well as other stuff. You know, we got, you know, Deshaun Watson. We finally got clarity on that situation. Um, the Cowboys looked good. Giants looked good a little, uh, and probably in a little tidbit for our fan, our LGR fantasy league, we're gonna give people updates on that as well. But before the show starts, I must introduce my right hand man. Well, not really my right hand man. He kind of knows me on a daily basis. So like, yeah, you know, I can't call him. Right I can't be like that. that. Well, well, I, I gotta be like that. What, 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 I do something to Yeah. What I do? Exist. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well. Yeah, it is what it is. You know him, you love him, you hate him. You yeah, you have a feeling towards him. He is my right hand man. My main man. Caleb Ochoa. Caleb, how are you, bro? I'm feeling good, man. Uh you know, that guy I knew we got a guy, man. We got a guy. So I'm very excited to talk about that that dude. Uh you know, we'll get to him coming up. But yeah, I'm excited, man. We're getting close to the football. Man. Again, the guy he's season, talking so. about. Go ahead, okay. go ahead. You good, Caleb? The guy, the guy Caleb was talking about, by the way, is Cavante Turbin. I just want to point out for everybody. I told Caleb about Cavante, and he's like, whatever, Ferris. Then now, look how he's I excited. did not say that at all. I have no idea what you're talking about. That's literally, that's, you, literally, you literally brushed me off. I literally told you about the guy. Like, whatever, man. I did not. I got drafted by a... My internet messed up, or is he freezing on me? Is it I don't know. I don't know if it's you freezing or me freezing, but I don't know. I don't know. We'll t- tell. Well, the chat will tell us which one of us is uh, lacking in the. the internet department. I think. Yeah, I have no idea. Is it me? Out. Okay, it's you. It's, it's you. me. No, it's me. It's me. Like they, they, they said, it's me. I'm the one keep. Yeah, you're. It's it's bad. Freezing. I don't know, man. My, my internet's everything looks good. How about well, now? I'm frozen now. At least it's not you for once. That's, you know, that's a that's a good positive. But now let's right before before. <laughs> so then we can review hard knocks. Okay. It's it, it's me, right? It's me. Yeah, it's, it's, you. Me? it's, it's me. you. It's me. It's me. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. All right, Caleb. You know what, Caleb? You talk about Deshaun Watson real quick. I'll be right back. Okay, well, uh, we saw that uh, the the uh, the ruling came down on Deshaun Watson. He got uh, his suspension, and he looks like he's not going to fight it. He's gonna. They came to an agreement. Um, 
and he got 11 games and a $5 million fine. Now, I don't feel that that is a, a, what, what should happen. I think the NFL was trying to get uh, all the whole season. Um, he didn't obviously, obviously not try and go for that. Um, but I, 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 I was looking for, for him to get the, uh, the whole season. I thought it was justified that he would get it. Um, definitely a bigger fine than $5 million, especially what his contract is. Like, that's some shit that's ridiculous. Um, was the major of the fine. Like, if that, that's what, I don't know if he was fighting for the money or if he's fighting for the, for the games. He's fighting for something because, um, they, they came to agreement and had, they had to go back down. Um, but yeah, 11 games, not enough. I shouldn't even touch the field, especially the way with, in which Roger Dell was talking about him, saying it was predatorial behavior. And if that, if, if eleven games is worth, is worth predatory behavior, well, then I, I don't know what the hell y'all doing. Um, if you're talking like that, um, but uh, yeah, and then the five million dollar fine should be way higher, uh, especially with all the money. Um, so I, I really don't uh, get where they were coming from. That uh, you must have had a really good guy defending them, trying to uh, then pay, uh, knocking it down that much because that, that's, that's bullshit to me. Um, so it is what it is. Browns are gonna have to, um, you know, try to get through those eleven games and see um, what they can do. What, how 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 he's gonna do after that? But want to say uh, what's up to some of the guys in the chat. Um, What's up, Bronny? What's up, Hendo? Yeah, exactly. He won't miss that $5 million. It's not really that big of a deal um, to him. Um, That's why I thought he he would uh, get a lot bigger fine than that. And at the, um, you know, maybe, that's why I said, I don't know if he was trying to fight for the money or if he's trying to fight for the gains. But either way, he went on both ends uh, there. So, uh, yeah, good news for the Ravens. Um, sure. But I don't think they were going to be that good anyways. Even if it was down to that six games, I really don't believe the Browns. I mean, he, like you said, um, obviously it's just preseason, but he looked like crap in the first game. And also, I don't think after spending a year off, um, I, you're just not going to come back good. Like, you're not going to be good taking off all that time. Like, that's just not going to happen. I don't know why anybody think he was going to be good uh, after coming back from taking all that time off. That's that's not how football works. It, it, it ain't going to be good. So even with the six games, like he, this team wasn't going to be good and it was going to be good news for the Ravens anyways. I agree because you don't take a year off of football and then walk right in and like play the game. You got to build chemistry with your wide receivers. By the way, they got a brand new wide receiver. They had a new wide receiver, one in Amari Cooper uh, and Jarvis Landry's gone. I don't know who their secondary wide receiver is. Do you know? No idea. Who's wide receiver too? We don't know. You got David and Joku at tight end. Who? Jonathan Peoples Jones. I have no idea. Um, Probably. You know the guy who. (laughs) You know the guy who Valeria Loarde dumped. So like it's all right. Uh, That was that was that was messed up. I don't know why I brought that up. I'm sorry. (laughs) My bad, Donovan. I'm sorry. I don't know why I did that. My bad, Donovan. But still, like you got Donovan Peoples Jones. You got Amari Cooper. New wide receivers. New quarterback. Um, Head coach needs to learn his new quarterback. Running backs need to learn his new quarterback. You know, you know, you know. We've gotten to the point where, like, we we know where the NFL stands on the situation. We know where Deshaun Watson stands on the situation. The man 
is something else. Because one week he's saying he's sorry and is remorseful. The other mm-hmm. week he's saying I'm innocent. I don't know why people. I'm sorry for people being triggered. Like I don't know where this man is. You know what I mean, and five million dollars, five million dollars, ain't nothing. Punishing Deshaun Watson five million dollars is basically like, hey, you know what, Ferris? You know what your fair, punishment, Ferris, is fifty cents. That's your punishment. What the hell is five million dollars to Deshaun Watson? It's five million dollars to us is a lot of money, but not to Deshaun Watson when the man has a fully guaranteed contract of two hundred thirty million dollars. Oh, Deshaun, you can only keep two twenty five. Only two twenty five, bro. I'll take only two twenty five. Yeah, I'm okay with this. And you know what? He may even keep the two thirty and pay the two. Well, you know he ain't got no more advertisements, so that's true. Like he ain't got no more. Uh, people ain't putting no man man in commercials. So like he's making most of his money on football because you know those are the people gonna pay him. The me- eleven like because you, know, you can you can clearly state that Robinson gave him six. The NFL wanted a year. They settled on eleven. You know, it is what it is. Unfortunately, and how, unfortunately. And, yeah, and how and how convenient that it was eleven games, and the next game he's going to come back is the Houston Texans. Yeah, I like I when mean, a, when football fans talk about how the the NBA is so drama, drama this, drama that. You always kind of create drama NBA when the NFL literally made Deshaun Watson's return week thirteen, week twelve against the Texans. Then they put the Panthers and the Browns week one for Baker Mayfield. But but remember, then they also put Tom Brady versus the Patriots on Sunday Night Football. Yeah. We ain't talking about no drama. A little drama goes a long way. You know what I mean? You may not like it, but you may watch it. You know? It is what it is. Because they know they That's know they're going to watch, watch that game if he wasn't there. The only reason why anybody's going to watch that game is so because it's his first game back. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Uh, I think we've pretty much talked about this. I think we've, we've fallen on some points, Caleb. John Watson, piece of shit. Uh, NFL, yeah. consented. Uh, and the Browns, I don't know what they are. You know what? You know what? The, you know what? The Browns have made it very clear now. They only care about football. They only care about football. You, if you can play football, you will play for the Browns. They don't care about anything else. You know what? You know what? I want owners to be honest. You know what? You know I would respect an owner if they said this. I don't care what you do off the field. I don't care if you're a horrible person. If you can play football, you play for my team. And if they're honest with it, I will respect it. But then you have Jimmy Haslam and his wife talking about, oh, we're gonna donate a million dollars. You know, we're gonna do uh, you know a million dollars to for promotion of sexual assault and misdeeds and all that stuff. Oh, Deshaun's going to go to counseling and therapy. Yeah. Uh, blah, and, and blah, blah, blah. No, don't lie to me. Yeah, don't lie to me. That's funny that, that she said that he's going to go. Why would he need to go counseling if he did nothing wrong? But he was so exactly. innocent that he claims if, to if be If he did innocent. nothing wrong. Why does he need why, to go to counseling? Why do you need it? Exactly. You know? To this day, you still say you're innocent, but one week you're saying you're sorry you triggered people or you're sorry that you know, people felt... You know, so, like, I, I, we don't know what the hell's and going he say on. he's apologizing all women? Uh, okay. Why? Again, why do you even apologize for anything? Like, if you're exactly. so innocent, you should be just good with it. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, it's the hypocrisy. Yo, I want to meet an owner that literally sits there and says this. I don't give. I don't give. I don't care if people are good people. I want to win football games. That's my job is to win football games, and I'm going to win football games. And if they're honest about it, like they're honest, you may not like it, 
You may not like them as people. Like, I hate you as a person because you're not a good person. But they're honest with their intentions that I'm just here to win football games. And I don't care who who plays for me. Just win the goddamn game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, like but these owners, they, 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 they do this, like, fraudulent line of, you know, we're trying to be good people and win football games. But you're not good people. Most of you aren't good people. You, you lie on the constant basis. And you talk about these, you know, dude, honestly, bro, you know, man, like that breast cancer awareness month, that military appreciation stuff, that shit disgusts me. You know why? Because it's not authentic. It isn't. Because it's promotion, and they, they use it for promotion purposes. They use it for, for write-offs. And, you know, it's just, you know, it's just sickening. Just play the game. Just play the game. And if you're honest about who you want on your team, if you're honest, if you're honest on why you want these people on your team, say it. Say it with your chest and stand by it. You know, say, I don't care that Deshaun Watson is a horrible person. He wins football. He is a, he's a football player that I want on my team that I think we can win. He's an upgrade at the quarterback position. Say it. You say, you sit in that press conference and you say it. You don't lie and say, oh, we're going to donate money to assault victims and blah, blah, blah. You're a liar. You're going to donate the money because the money means nothing to you, but you don't care. You don't care. You have, you don't, you don't give a damn. So let's stop with the, stop with the falsities. Stop it. Just be honest with yourself, Jimmy. You own the Browns. The Browns have sucked for years. The sucked for years. And you want to win football games. You you bought a team. You want to make money. That's how you want to make money. You want to win a Super Bowl. And just be honest with yourself, Jimmy. You, you don't care if someone's a bad person. You don't. You don't. You want to win football games. Say it. Just say it. I have more respect for you if you say it. I mean, I like you. I mean, I like you. But at least I know you're being honest. Say it. I don't care about Deshaun Watson being a being a being a predator. He wins football games. Say it. He's an upgrade from Baker Mayfield. Just say it. Be honest. Be I honest. I don't know about that. Like I don't know. Well, we, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out if it's true or not. Yeah. But um, but same thing with the, with you know same thing with you know Jerry Jones. He, he Greg Hardy. Be honest, Jerry. Why you why you sign Greg Hardy? Because you needed a defensive end. You needed a defensive end. Just be honest. We needed a defensive end. I don't care if he was a horrible person. We needed a defensive end. Be honest. Don't talk about like we're trying to like give him a second chance and resurrect him. Be honest. Just say why. Yeah. Be honest, bro. That's all I got to say. Just be honest. All right. Speaking of honesty, let's talk about fantasy football, which is very false. Uh, it's kind of fake. It's fake football, but it's, we love it. <laughs> um our fantasy football guys, uh, we are looking for two days, uh, the 26th and the 20, and the second. This uh, 26th is following week, this Friday, and next Friday is one of those two days. A lot of people have dropped on why, uh, which day works, a, bu- a bunch of them. So, we, But my main thing we want to talk about is we are going to be live streaming the draft, either this Friday or the following Friday after that. We're going to be live streaming it. It'll be me, uh, be me and Josh and uh, either a combination of Justin or Caleb or both, one or the other. It doesn't really matter. We're going to be live streaming. We're going to be talking about it. Uh, we will be inviting patrons and league members on to talk about their pick a little bit. You know, come on, be like, yeah, I like this pick because blah, 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 blah. And then you probably hop off, you know, probably hang out, little talk some smack. Uh, but, yeah, I just want to give a quick day, update on that where we're figuring out the details. Uh, we're almost there. Uh, people have given their times. We appreciate people uh, with their with their participation and, and telling us what days work for them. You know, shout out to Brodney, Hendo, Jose, Greg, uh, well, Caleb has to. He's a part of the team. If he didn't, like that, we'll do anything. Tell me yeah, to do. Yeah. Calm down. All right, chill out. 
Stop acting like you had to. All right. We didn't even know what day you were free. Caleb, enough of this. Okay. You stop it. All right. You you know you act like you act you acting a fool. You acting a fool. You know who acts a fool? Dan Campbell acts a fool. Let's talk about hard knocks. <laughs> Let's talk about hard knocks. All right. Week two of hard knocks drop. Um, we got um episode two. Uh Caleb, you watched it? You like it? I did. Yeah, what'd you, what'd you like about it, man? Because you made me, but okay. I didn't make you, you know, saying it's a good show. I like it. I like I like this year's Hard Knocks, man. The the Lions are very entertaining, you know. Um, Hard Knocks this week it focused on four people basically. It was uh, DeAndre Swift, the running back with Deuce Staley, uh, mm-hmm. Malcolm Rodriguez, the linebacker with Kelvin Shepard, uh, Amra St. Brown, and uh, and David Blau, which is one of the backup quarterbacks fighting for the backup job. Him and Tim Boyle. They focused on those four stories this week. Uh, you know, Dan Campbell being Dan Campbell, phenomenal part. You know, I'll run for the wall for Dan Campbell, man. You know, like the famous, I don't care if you got one butt cheek and three toes, I'll still kick your ass. You got damn right, Dan Campbell. Don't make no sense, right. so. It so, don't make no sense, but who cares? Who cares? Yeah, well, uh, what I liked this week uh, was um, Rodrigo. I mean, Rodrigo I love me some Rodrigo. Yeah. Awesome. Um, that, that dude, uh, he, rookie six round pick. And I love the sequence with the coach just putting them on film and praising him what he's getting after all the other guys in the room. And he said, this, is this dude's pick. a rookie. Like, what the hell are y'all doing? Like, this dude's a rookie and showing you up. Like, you got better get y'all shit together because this rookie is going to move up the death chart and take your damn spot if you don't uh, you know, step up and start doing something. And he's he just sitting there, like, um, you know, taking it all in. And it's like, like, come on. Like, this dude, um, this dude ain't supposed to be doing this. And he, he's looking the best out of all, all, all you guys, which he was. Like, he showed up in practice not just practice he showed up in the game he was looking good you know, he started that, that dude i watched the yeah. game it was a game against atlanta yeah. yeah that dude that dude was looking good you know he's making plays flying around uh out there get to the ball like uh making make some good tackles so, yeah um yeah, i really like that dude hey man i wanted the giants to draft malcolm rodriguez because i watched him in the big 12 you know i'm one of the crazy people that watches big 12 football i likes all, all football even though they don't they had the them and the Baylor Bears had the best defense in the in 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 the in the Big Twelve. And guess who was in the title game at the end of the Big Twelve season? It was Baylor. It was Oklahoma State. Malcolm Rodriguez was one of the reasons Oklahoma State was damn good because he was all over the field at Oklahoma State. He played with his hair on fire. He had great tracking, great pursuit. He did not stop. He did not stop. And it, it, like like he says, bro, this is a six round pick. Y'all like y'all y'all NFL y'all NFL pros. Y'all been in the league. How is he playing better than you? Why do y'all care? You know what I mean? Because here's the thing about the Lions. Bad teams, here's the thing about bad teams, which are what the Lions are. Every spot's up for grabs. No one's guaranteed a spot on a bad team ever. Like no one. Even even like the even like the most the most paid player on the team, which is probably Jared Goff or Trey Flowers. You know, those people probably get priority. But you know, but if a bad team get if you're playing horrible on a bad team, you, you don't get to play. Because they, they, they don't want to be bad anymore. So they just, like, recycle you. They'll throw you out and put somebody in. You know what I mean? And Kelvin Shepard's like, bro, Kelvin Shepard, that's what I like about players as coaches. Kelvin Shepard's like, I know you, you people. Y'all are sucking. I'll just put in your backup. I don't care. What you, what you going to do? I don't give a damn. I've played in this league. I know if you ain't in it, you ain't in it. Get out. I'll put in Rodrigo. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Because as players know. It doesn't matter what round you drafted in, bro. I don't give a damn where you are. There are more Hall of Famers in the NFL that have been undrafted than first overall picks. 
It's not a guarantee that you a first round pick. You go, you go, you go, you 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 that dude. Because guess what, man? A lot of first round picks, poof, gone forever. Bye, zip nada. You know what I mean? Like the greatest story of the greatest six round pick of all time, pick number ninety nine. We all know who that man is. Say pick ninety nine. You know who it is? A man who wasn't supposed to be successful. It don't matter what round you've been selected in, bro. Because you know why? The draft's a crapshoot. You know how many running backs have been found in the fourth or fifth round become Hall of Famers? A lot. Become very good in the NFL? A lot. How many first-round running backs become poof, gone, like, you know, like that? They recycle. You're just another dude. Yeah, Kelvin Shepard doesn't care. Kelvin Shepard does not care what draft you, you were in. I don't give a damn. Like, I don't care. I don't give a damn. Like, you, you, you got drafted in the first round? Good for you. You have a good signing bonus. Good for you. Guess what? You, don't, you If you don't know how to play, you're gone in four years. Justin Gilbert, eighth overall pick to the Cleveland Browns. Three years. You know where you at right now, Caleb? Uh, no, I don't. Exactly. Alpha, I don't know. <laughs> eighth round, eighth overall pick. Number eight. Eight. Gone. Who cares? Who gives a damn? Darius Leonard got drafted in the f- third round. One of the best linebackers in the entire NFL. Fred Warner was drafted in the fourth round. Second best linebacker in the entire NFL. You know? Who cares about we got drafted, dog? I don't care. I don't give a damn. Play the game. Play the game. Play the game. You know what? Play the game. You know what? Play the game. Excuse me. Yeah, you know what, Herm? Hello? You play to win the game. Exactly. That's all you do. All right. Another one of my favorite <laughs> parts of the show is uh, Amra St. Brown when they go to him. It was like mm-hmm. one of, like, it was kind of like, you know, kind of dry, right? But his dad is like just the, when they interview his dad, he's like saying, look, you see how I trained them? They don't say nothing. They say nothing. And like they, they cut to Equinamius and Amra and they're like quiet. They're just like, they're just like, like, you know what I mean? Like, these people don't know how to move their bodies. And then he takes a shot at Kevin Durant for no reason. You know what I mean? He's like, dude, when has Kevin Durant ever done a calf raise? Like, I don't know why I mean, he had to insult Kevin Durant. George? I mean, it's true, though. Or John? You're right. But, like, he's, he's that was getting, just unnecessary. Kevin Durant's guy. Yeah, that, you know, that man does need to do work on his leg day a little bit. You know, but I also like, you know, um, Deuce Staley and DeAndre Swift's um, connection where he literally tells Swift, hey, man, you can be the best. You can be the best running back in the league. Don't make it easy for them. Make sure to cut back inside. And then the like, like what I like about it is um, they cut to the game where DeAndre Swift does a run. It's kind of weak. Well, it was kind of weak. It looked kind of good, but it wasn't good enough to Deuce's standards. Deuce pulls him, pulls in Jamal, and says, "Yo, man, what are you doing? Cut back inside. Cut back inside. Don't don't be flowing it. Don't be flowing outside, making them like ready to tackle you. Cut back inside." And then DeAndre's like, got you, got you, got you. And then they put DeAndre back in the game, and he does the exact same thing. He pops out to the left, and he just pops inside and hits the defensive player. And he's like, he's like, that, like you know what I mean? Great coaching. A nice adjustment that way. You know what I mean? Hey, man, George is producing some good running backs these past couple of years. You know, Nick Chubb, uh, Sony Michelle, uh, you know, uh, DeAndre, DeAndre Swift. Uh, we have Zamir White and James Cook now. James is in Buffalo. Zamir is in uh, Vegas. So them, you know, Georgia running backs, they're coming, you know, they're 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 arriving. They're arriving. You know, they're they they have arrived. And we'll see if you know it continues the trend, you know. You know, we'll see, we'll see. Uh and then 
and then they cut to David Blau, uh, and then they have this little connection with him and his wife. Uh, I think yeah. I don't. I, I don't People remember. Don't really David Blau. They just care about his wife. That's they all they were did, asking questions. Yeah, about. they did not care about David Blau. I don't even know. Like, I think they used David Blau's excuse to add an Olympian on the show. They literally yeah. were like, you know, and no offense to her, like, you know, she's, hey, man, good for her, man. I can never do a hurdle. Respect. You know what I mean? She, she's an Olympian. She qualified for the Olympics. We all know who the, who the best athlete in the family is. It's not David Blau. That's all I got to say. Yeah. It's like it's like Julie and Zach Ertz. We know who's the best athlete in that family. You know, the two-time World Cup champion. That's the, mm-hmm. that's, that's the best athlete in the family. Or the Super Bowl so. champion. Yeah, but two-time World Cup is better than one-time Super Bowl champion. Yeah, I don't know about that. She has two. She has two World I'm Cups. Good, um, she has two World Cups. World yeah. Cups, Caleb, best yeah. in the world. Best yeah. in the yeah. world. It's Julia. Super Bowl champs a lot better. World, you know what? I'm not. I'm not gonna tolerate the disrespect of world football. Excuse me. All right. It's not it's football. It's Julie. Julie Ertz is one of the. It's Julie Ertz. It's no, it's football. It's, it's football. It's, it's football. It's football. You know, I'm not. Are you serious? The ignorance okay, it's baseball. It's baseball. How about that? Uh, you know. You know You know what? I'm not gonna. You know what? I'm not gonna. Res- I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna dignify that with a response from you. Okay. You're talking about Julie Ertz, one of the great, one of the best midfielders in all of the world. And we were talking about Zach Ertz, who's like the seventh best tight end in the NFL. Okay. We know who the best athlete in the family is. He was first step. He was the best tight end at one point. Huh? He was. He was the best at the uh, yeah. Ertz no, had like the most catches what, in one season. In one season for a tight end, he had like a hundred catches. Nah, man. Travis Kelsey's been, George Kittle's always been better than him, bro. Always been uh, better. Not than stats him. wise. Yeah. Not in that season. What season was that? Was that the, was that the Super Bowl season? I don't remember. It's one of the seasons yeah. he had like a hundred catches and it was like the most tight end he's ever caught. Yeah. How can a game be called football if you don't pay if you don't use your feet, Caleb? We're just catching everything. Make no sense. You kick the ball, you punt the ball. Yeah. Oh now now we care about kickers and punters, Caleb. Is that what we're doing now? No, I'm just saying. You said you don't use your feet, I was just proving you wrong that you do. Okay. All right. You know what? It is what it is. It was a great you episode of Hard Knocks. Use your feet to run. Awesome. Well, you use your feet for everything. Well, there you go. Use your feet from oh, basketball. Man. Use your feet in baseball. Use your feet. Your your arguments you call are everything football. Just call everything straw football. man, straw man, fluid, nothing, slippery slope. And on that note, hey Jimmy Johnson, how you doing? We'll say one thing right now. How about them Cowboys? Let's talk about it. The Cowboys won 32-18 against the Chargers. We had joint practices all week long. A couple of embarrassing videos of your top wide uh, cornerback. But let's talk about the man, the myth, the legend, TCU zone, the Horn Frog. Kavanda Turpin, Caleb, break it down. Cowboys, week week two. What do we got? Yeah, like I said, uh, we finally got uh, a return guy, um, and Kavante Turpin, uh, USFL MVP, Kavante Turpin. Yeah, it is. And <laughs> he, I mean, he was like, oh my, like these these returns. Like he did the first return, he just shot out like a rocket. He had that speed uh, on the kickoff, and he just took off and he, he scored. And then he comes back with the punt return. That's where he showed his moves. That's where he showed uh, his vision and how he can go, uh, you know, weave through through the uh, the defense uh, went on his punt return because he made the first guy's miss by just stepping back and then he went forward and just kind of uh, did a bunch of shoot moves going through uh, all of that traffic. And then he just took off again. They, it, he, he was fast. 
He's a small guy. Um, hard to tackle is the little small guy. I mean, I think he's probably like the smallest guy in the NFL. Um, to, uh, to be honest, like five seven, one fifty seven, hundred fifty seven pounds. Five seven, get out of here! Are you serious? Yeah, he's five seven. Being good. Can you talk? Yeah. And, uh, you know, Continue talking, tall. fool. I'm looking he's, up his he's, height. <laughs> he's a little taller than you. Um, <laughs> he's a half inch taller than me. Get out of here. For well, yeah, the same like, shoe, the same height. No, this makes me this makes me excited, man. Um, that we finally got a return game because we never have a return game um, ever. We never have really have a, like a special return guy um, back there that we can say, "Oh, this guy's good has a chance to take to the house." Um, we haven't had that since Deion Sanders, really. Um, usually, we just have a guy that goes out there and makes sure he catches the punts, um, make sure he doesn't fumble, um, stuff like that, or we throw out like a Des Bryant or a. a you know, a Felix Jones or Tony Pollard, you know, that has a chance to make make a play because they just have good run after catch ability. Um, but it's never like a consistent guy we could throw out there that we can say, oh, this guy is going to make a play Y'all threw us. Des Bryant back there to return punts and kicks? You know, he did return a kick uh, in his rookie year. Oh, okay. That's wild. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, so we use those type of guys, but we never had a consistent guy. Uh, like Deion Sanders used to provide, but now I feel like we do have that. And uh, yeah, he uh, he definitely made the team by taking those two punts uh, back for a touchdown. But in the, anything else good? Yeah, in the rest of the game, um, there's uh, definitely some highlights that I, I saw. The defensive line uh, again um, being consistent, um, they look looking good. Like especially um, in the run game. The run, they are stopping the run in both games. They, they stopped the run really well. Um, again, they didn't have their, their the the starting lineup. We haven't even seen the starters um, in, in the in the in the games yet. Um, but the the, the 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 second line is looking uh, pretty awesome, especially Sam Williams. Sam Williams plays with a lot of strength. Man, he is pushing guys back into the quarterback. Um, mm-hmm. He's getting up the field. Um, he's getting those tackle tackles for loss on the run game. Um, and everybody says, well, well, we lost Randy Gregory or whatever. Like, um, he's a lot better in the run game. Randy, Randy Gregory was just simply just a pure pass rush guy. I think this guy is going to be a lot better in uh, playing the run than Randy Gregory was. Um, so he, he he was looking good. Tyler Smith, uh, he, he he was also an, uh, our other rookie, looking good. Uh, he was moving people. Like, he's a strong man. Like, he moves the people off the ball. Um He's definitely he's definitely a better run blocker because he he's opened up the holes for a run game, um, and he was pushing people out of the way. He he was looking um, excellent out there. A uh, guy that shined a little bit was Jake Ferguson. Um, he's really only receiving. tight end three. Yeah, tight end three. Tight, no, yeah, uh, he's looking like tight end two. All right. So um, what's what's the what's uh, what's the battle between tight end two? So we know Don Schultz is one. Who's two? Yeah. It's Ferguson and who else? Uh, Jerry Sprinkle, and then we got Hendershot. Oh, Hendershot, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, no, yeah, Jake, yeah, my bad. Scratch that. I forgot. I thought I forgot. About, I thought Hendershot was was somebody else. So yeah, no, Jake Ferguson is tied into my bad. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. So we got we, and those are all fighting for uh um, that tight end too. And he looked he looks like it. he had a great run after catch um um on one of the two catches he made. Um. So yeah, I definitely think he's starting to show show up a little bit. And also Jabril Cox playing really well in this game particularly. Mm-hmm. Um. He was coming out for injury, obviously, last season. He missed, like, half the season. Uh, but he, he definitely looks healthy. He looks 100% healthy. He's flying to the ball. Like, he's getting off blocks. Like, he looks like he has, he can diagnose a play. 
and it, it, it will read and just explode uh, right to the ball. And, and, and he even got like, a, I think he got a tackle for loss and uh, he just gets through the gap, man. He, he makes himself skinny and he just gets through that gap and he makes the play. And that's why I'm love seeing about Bill Cox. Uh, like I was saying la- uh, last week and when we signed Barr, uh, yeah, our, our, our linebackers are looking really good. I think we have a really, really solid uh, uh, linebacker core. And I think that's the best part about, um, like I've been saying, this best part of our team is our defense. Um, and like I said, with our lack of you know receivers right now, our defense has got to show up. And I think I believe they will. Like I believe our defense can, uh, um, you know, carry us through these games because um, I do believe they can be a top ten, maybe even top five defense. Um, when it's all said and done, and it's going to c- carry us through the time when we can get healthy and we our offense starts rolling again, um, I, I I really I really think so, man. So uh, so Caleb, you know, we, you guys did face the, the Chargers in the preseason game, but y'all had joint practices. Yeah. A lot of people in the NFL they prefer joint practices. They they show more than actual preseason game. Yeah. What what well, were your thoughts on the joint practices? Uh, well, it shows more because I mean we got to see the starters. Obviously, we didn't start uh-huh. starters in the in the in the game, um, but. Uh, noticeably, uh, the receivers we we were we, we were tapped out on receivers. Uh, CD Lamb had an injury. No Brown had an injury. So we had like four of our starting receivers just out um, during the practice. So mm-hmm. people can say like, oh, we kind of struggled in offense. Um, well, I mean, of course we did. I mean, we didn't have any receivers out there. The ones that did um, uh, that they were out there, they kind of were making some mistakes. Um, they were dropping some balls. Uh, so it wasn't really looking that awesome. great on, on the offensive part. Um, but Dak Prescott was getting it to him. Like, he was putting in the right place. They were just dropping him. Um, the, the guy that did show up, again, was Dennis Houston, his go-to guy in the in the, in this training camp. You're welcome, just, Caleb. Uh, you know, Once he, again. he keeps going to him. He, that's basically his, you know, security blanket during this training camp. Um, another guy, obviously, is Dalton Schultz. Like, um because we don't understand, he's going to tight end a lot, and Dalton Schultz looking really, really good. And that's the thing, like Dalton Schultz could be. I mean, he's going to catch a lot you're of you're passes. You're, he's he's your second option right now. Yeah, he's number two. Like, he's going to like I, I'm not sure, like it, I mean I'm not sure how good he's going to could be. Like he could be one of the best and in, in tight end wise uh, with the with his numbers. Like he's going to catch a lot of balls um, during the season. Um, <laughs> So that, that was good to see. Um, Anthony uh, Anthony Barr got some team reps finally mm-hmm. out there. Um, so we got to see him a little bit. And Michael Gallup is running routes and catching the ball again. Um, so it looks like he, he's progressing in, um, you know, his, his injury, um, coming off the injury. And uh, Jordan Lewis was out with the hamstring, so um, we didn't get really see him. But in his place, with, with Jordan Lewis out, Deron Bland continues to impress like yep, he is showing up, he is yep. making plays, He's multiple pass breakups and an interception in the joint practice. He um, he he was definitely making the most of his opportunity when uh, Lewis was out at, in the in that nickel, you know, slot cornerback position. All right, um, now I have a question, Caleb. Well, I like to play this game every week. Uh, it's called "How Good Is Trayvon Diggs Really?" All right, uh, let's talk about this video I saw of him. Guarding Keenan Allen, who is basically, you know, the Chargers receiver one. And his back was to the ball, didn't know where it was. And then Keenan Allen just caught the touchdown in the back of the end zone, unstopped. What happened? Did they stop the drill? 
I, what happened, dude? Did you see this video? Did you see yeah, this video? video. What yes. the hell happened, man? What happened? Because it looks um, bad, like real bad. Like, like it's not even like, like, because me and you were talking about how they're starting to use, you know, you know, even though I believe they should use yards given up for cornerbacks. If you don't, if you don't, if you use them for Trayvon, you got to use it for the other corners as well. That's what I believe. And, you know, giving up a yards as a corner is kind of a bad thing to point that out. Yeah, so like but, if, uh, but there's a lot of things to come into it. Like if the safety is supposed to help on, on a route, then um, yeah, they're going to give the yards. Yes, to the, yes, uh, you got to break it down. They're going like, to give it to the cornerback and say it's exactly. his fault that he gave up that pass, exactly. even though he, no, he was expecting I know about that. the safety was supposed to come down. I know about that. We have a lot of people in the NFL media who are intellectually dishonest, who pick and choose what they see uh, and put it on the player, right? If if the If the corner expects safety help, and he doesn't get safety help. It's the safety's fault. But this video, that's why I keep asking people. I'm not judging Trayvon Diggs right away. You know what I mean? Because there were some other videos where he he stuck to the receiver very well, no holding, phenomenal coverage, and he broke up the pass. You know, like it's kind of, you know, it's kind of a, a mismatch. You know, like one moment, he's like, he's okay, he's a good corner. I got you. Next moment, he's doing what? The, I don't know what the hell he was doing to Keenan Allen. I don't know what the hell that was. Yeah, I mean, was it was, was the drill over? Were they stopping the drill? I just, no, I, 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 mean, I, I just do, think I, it was an excellent pass by uh, Justin Herbert. Honestly. Is zipped it right I past his he, head? You know, yeah, I was just well, very that's confused. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think it, uh, Justin Herbert just had to put in the right place, and that's what exactly what he did. I mean, Justin Herbert just that good, and Keenan Allen no. just that good as well. So, yeah, exactly. That, that's that's what I, I, I think it is. I think is I think I think Herbert and, and Keenan just beat Trayvon Diggs that 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 play. Exactly. They just beat him, and what you know, corners don't get beat, you know. You know, Jalen Ramsey's gotten beat. Every every corner's gotten beat once. You know what I mean? You know, and in, in, in practice too. You know, you know how hard. You know, I know it's joint practices and all, but how hard are people really going in practice? You know what I mean? But it didn't look good. It did not look good at all. You know, and you know, and you know, and you know. Let's be real here with Cowboys players. They can get unfairly judged in the media. You know, I'm not. You know, I'm, as a Giants fan, you know, I kind of like it. It's fun watching them do that, and you know, watching Cowboys fans get mad. You know, I enjoy that. It's it's kind of euphoric a little um seeing you guys in anger and pain it's lovely uh but i'm also i also don't like you know lies you know but i can know but i can see a lie when i you know i see when it's kind of unbalanced in in the criticism right you can see the unbalancement in the criticism you know you know you pick one a couple like here's the thing about corners and me and the way i i don't have the all 22 tape you know we have we watch the game you know and you know, you know, if if I got if I got to break down Trayvon Diggs, I want all twenty two where I can just hone on Trayvon Diggs all day, and I can break down his play by himself, you know, and see what offense, you know, what defense they call and whatever, you know. And this is a Dan Quinn defense. There's always safety help, always safety help. You know, that's what they did in 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 in, in yeah. um, that's what they did in in, one, in, in Atlanta. That did show and, up in the game I forgot to talk about was uh, Israel McQuamu. Um we got an interception, two pass breakups in uh, in the game. Um, he's a tall guy. He's a real tall safety. No, oh, he's like six um, five. Isn't he like six five? Yeah, he's he's pretty tall. Um, wait, 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 wait. Nice. Is he South Carolina? Uh, I don't know where he's from. I think yeah, I think he is. Inside, yeah, yeah, it was it was yeah. him and no, 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 yeah, no, Israel Mukwamu. Yeah, didn't the play safety. Horn. He played corner at South Carolina. Corner. Yeah, he was with, the other yeah, guy with JC Horn. JC Horn, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but he, he he was looking really good. He using he's using his. You're right, Tony. Our team doesn't have corners. I don't know what a corner looks like. Anyway. <laughs> like you know, he, all my corners are gone. Aaron Robinson's my corner, so yeah, it's kind of sad. He was, he was, 
Yeah, he was using his length uh, to get that interception because um, he's so big. And Dan Quinn, uh, you know, going back to the Legion of uh, Legion of Boom, um, those big tall safeties. That's what that, that's the kind of guy he likes. Um, you know, so I don't think Tim Chancellor was that big. I think the I think the corners were big. The no, the safeties. safeties I think Cam Chancellor was Cam, big too. Cam Chancellor. How big was he? How big was he? Can you talk? Can you talk? Don't stop talking. Oh yeah. Uh, so he, oh, he was six three. My bad. Yeah, exactly. He's big. Holy too. shit! They're all six three at least. Oh jeez. Yeah, Dude. so he definitely likes those bigger type of secondary uh, pieces. The only the only thing was um, last year he just what was reluctant to hit. He wasn't um, that big of a. He was reluctant to tackle. Um, he's a corner. Of course, being, yeah, he's yeah. a corner, but he's, he's converted. Corner. He's playing. Corners safety. don't tackle. Yeah, yeah, so he's playing safety. He has to. He has to learn. You know, he has, he has to, to, to get somebody. in there and um, yeah. you know get in there, uh, mix it up a little bit. But that's only a fault against him. But in in the coverage, he looks he's looking really good. Yep. All right, now, Kev, the final topic you brought up here is a backup quarterback. Uh, how 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 heated is his battle? You got Will Greer, um, Cooper I Rush. Pretty, I, and I mean, Nooch. I think it's pretty heated. I don't the know Nooch. how the coaches view it, but I think okay. um, if if the fans just watching it, uh, Will Greer looks like the better guy in practice and in the game. He looked uh, a lot better than what Cooper Rush did. Uh, I think the coaches think have more trust in Cooper Rush because he did go out there and won won that Vikings game when Dak Prescott went out last year. And mm-hmm. since they have seen it in a game, they're obviously going to give Cooper Rush the edge. And um, that's what he didn't play know, very I'm good from. week one, though. He did not play very good. No, he didn't play good like, in this game either. <laughs> he, mm-hmm. yeah, these two preseason games, Cooper Rush mm-hmm. did not look good. Um, but like you said, he has done it in the regular season. He won that game. Um, did, I mean, he didn't he did. look spectacular or anything, but at least he got a win under his belt. He has more experience. A win's a win. Does. A win is a um, win. So I think in the coach's mind, he probably has the edge, but I think just watching him in the practices and in the games, I feel like Will Greer has been the better guy overall. Yeah, speaking to, speaking of Will Greer, you know, Brodney knows the man like the back of his hand. Will Greer, former Panthers quarterback. Will Greer, you don't want to I mean, we're guy. just talking about backup here. We're not talking about, you know, starter. We're just Starters, we're talking yeah. about the backup part. Who can go out yeah, there? Yeah, Carolina was like, this is going to be our starter. Him and Josh Allen. <laughs> Yeah, we just we just no, no, no. for a, uh, Kyle a game Allen. or two. Kyle Allen, Kyle yeah. Allen, yeah, yeah. All right, Caleb, thank you. Oh, man. I think we missed up one, missed one uh, topic there. Um, uh, the run game, the yes, run focus game. on the run game. Yeah. So, like, uh, like, like yeah. I told you, man, I saw a report today. You know, um, you know, being you know being my report itself, I saw that Malik Davis is solid running back three. You know, those yes. Florida running backs, man, him and Damian Pierce, I That's like it. them a lot. They're touchdown machines and they run hard and fast and low, and you know. And they don't they they're bowling they're bowling balls, bro. They're bowling balls. They they'll get yards, you know. They they don't want to be stopped because it's clear who one and two is. And in some eyes, one A one B. If you think about it, right? Some people think, you know, I don't think so because let's be real. Zeke is running back one, and the problem is, you know, you know the offensive line and the way they use him isn't been like it was. You know, yeah. I just don't, you know. So, but yeah, and he kind of he's kind of been dinged up a little. Yeah, I but agree. yeah, Malik oh. Davis. Uh, Ronald Dower? Rico is Rico? Rico. It's it's Rico against Malik, and then Malik's yeah. looking like he's gonna get running back three. Is he that, does. Is, he does. He, I mean, I, I, I like Rico too. Rico last year was was a guy who was like Malik this year. He was showing mm-hmm. up a lot, a lot of promise. He looked really good. Um, but Malik is doing that this year, and um, he looks to be a little bit better than um, um. Uh, Rico Daddles. So I, I, I've been liking what he's doing. He's, he had a better uh, average in, in this last past game. 
Um, but I said focus on the run game because I do believe that's what we're doing. Uh, we've shown that at least in the preseason that we're just running the ball a whole ton of time. Mm-hmm. We're not even really passing the ball all that much. We're just running, run, run, run. Um, but I think that's going to continue in the season. I think uh, we're, we have to get, uh, especially with the receivers, you know, with the, the injuries that we have, I believe we, that, that we have to, we have to uh, focus on the run. to get, Brad, get Bradley has a point. Brandon has a point here, man. He's running back through. He buys a whole shirt. It's true. We are shirt, man. And I, uh, that's why I bro. wanted to get. I mean, Zeke, Zeke um, is looking a lot better, man. He's looking healthy. He's looking lighter. He's looking quicker. Um, he had a. T- I saw him in a joint practice. He looked like he was running with with some edge, man. He was like running over a guy. Um, I believe. Would you wear a midriff jersey, Caleb? I mean, would if you I wear had one? Ads, yeah. If you had abs, why not? I want to show them off. You know what? You know that's a great point, Kayla. That's a great point. Yeah, it's true. If I had abs, hell yeah, hell yeah, I would. I continue, brother. Yeah. So I mean, I I don't believe like uh, that GM that talks all like you don't want to have Zeke as your starting guy. You don't want to run offense through him. I uh, think what the guy on the ESPN, I think, like Mike Tannenbaum. Oh, Mike Tannenbaum. Yeah. yeah. I don't listen to him too either. You know why? Because he sucks. Yeah. And then, um, so he's talking. Well, I mean, you gotta look at it. Zeke got injured um, last season. I think he's the same one who said like he doesn't really like Lamar Jackson. I'm mm-hmm. like, stop talking, Just yeah. stop. And what, what that? before he what got hurt, him? before he got hurt, he had on a four game stretch where he was looking like his old self. He was looking like the old Zeke. Yes, he was. He had, he had a four point four average, five point five average, seven point one average, and a five point two average, and had four hundred nineteen. I should know. I, I had uh, him in my fantasy league. And in, in that four game stretch, yeah. he was looking like the old Zeke, and that, that's when he was healthy. And I believe, like, when he's healthy, he can be that good, good again. Uh, and especially, and he has that offensive line working with too. Uh, during that, uh, after that time, we started making a bunch of switches. We started having when Tyron got hurt, we started having Collins go to the left side. We started having Connor McGovern and Connor Williams switch out all the time. And I was, I was like, What the hell killed. are we doing? Have a question for you, uh, there was like no consistency on the offensive line. Yeah, we yeah. kept switching, uh, uh, even on the right side, switching cons and steel. Uh, and it, it did, it, there was no consistency, no continuity with the offensive line. Um, and that, and it really showed in the run game because we, mm-hmm. we weren't pushing mm-hmm. anybody off the ball. Um, we weren't opening up any holes. So, uh, injury in the offensive line kind of breaking down there. Those are two reasons why, um, you can, um, um Zeke's average was the way it was. It, it was. But yeah, definitely. Yeah. Think, I, I think I think when we get the, the, those two things fixed, I think um, he's going to be a lot better. I I think I think it's a possibility that y'all repeat as NFC East champions. And you know how you know how about the NFC East is we haven't had a repeat champion in like what twelve years, like ten years, twelve years, something like that. It's always somebody new. You know, I remember the year Washington won it a couple years ago. You know, it's because you know e- the Eagles were garbage and everybody was injured. Then y'all had everybody was injured, and then. It was us and them, and then the fa- the famous, you know, moment where Doug Peterson was like, "I don't care about this game. Get Jalen Hurts out of here." You know, what I mean, yeah. like, like no one repeats in this division. You know, people are really thinking people are going by that juju, so they're picking the Eagles to win the division to kind of mm-hmm. get ahead of it. You know, uh, but you know this. You know, your biggest weakness, Caleb, is your receiving court. You know what I mean? But I think you can survive it because. If you do a more power run game, you know, and you know, keep it tight, use the tight end more. Shoot, use use all three of your tight ends more. You know, do like jumbo sets. You know, just you know, old school three dust and uh, three yards in a cloud of dust type thing with the occasional CD Lamb, 
kind of over the top thing because that's kind of what y'all did with Des Bryant a little. I mean, y'all had a good tight end in Jason Witten, and you had Des Bryant. I don't remember yeah. who your receiver two was. I, I, I don't. Um, it was Terrence Williams. Yeah. You basically just said it was Simi Fahoku. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it is what it is, you know? It is what it is. So, like, I think that's what y'all can do. And y'all make the playoffs with Tony Romo and Dez and Jason. And I think – who was the running back? I don't remember. DeMarco Murray. Was it? Yes, it was DeMarco Murray. That season where he, he exploded. Yeah, I remember that. It was like, see, you had DeMarco, you had Dez, you had Jason, and you had Romo. You have Dak, you have CD, you have Dalton, you have Ezekiel Elliott. And all had Tony Pollard in the mix. So you have the same amount of power, but you, y'all could repeat. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't want you guys to repeat because I want the Giants to win the division. But, like, you know, Maria, that, I, think, I really do believe, like, like I, said, I would say, no, I really do believe we have better defense than those those teams had. Absolutely. Without a, without a shadow of a doubt. Like, like literally, dude, Michael Parsons has been in the league for one year, and people were like, he probably is, like, the, the third best defender in the entire league. Only behind, like, T.J. Watt and, and Aaron Donald. You know what I mean? Well, probably four if you had Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa's a bad man, Jemma. You know, people we forget about that because you know the, I kept talking about like I was with my family and uh, some of them are like Niners fans and I started looking up Nick Bosa. You know he draws the highest hold rate in the entire NFL. You, you can't stop the dude. He gets assaulted every game. There was one time he got clotheslined and he like he, when he got hurt they clotheslined him and they didn't call the they didn't call penalty. He gets abused, bro. Speaking of defense alignment, man, we're gonna talk about what happened why why the NFL doesn't care about defense alignment real quick. Because something happened in my game that I do not appreciate. I know it was legal, but that was some BS. And I don't care about what anyone thinks. That was fucking unnecessary. All right, speaking of that, let's talk about the New York Giants. Before we talk about the New York Giants, I want to I I mind everybody, you know, people in the chat, if you haven't liked the video, like the video. Uh, people who are watching this on replay, please like the video. Comment. Make sure to comment, baby. We're trying to have some interaction. What do you all think? Cowboys fans, Giants fans, even other teams fans, ask us questions. We'll respond. Well, let's comment in the section and, and interact. Also, too, you know, guys, you know, make sure, you know, if you want to support the channel more, you know, a little bit, a, a step more, join the Patreon at patreon.com slash LGN Network. We really require, you know, we really love that people comment and like, but if you want to add a level, a more layer of support, join the Patreon. We got a bunch of tiers. We got a bunch of tiers. We only got like four or five tiers. We kept it very simple, but you get a lot of stuff each tier. Like I said, uh, you know, the $5 tier gets through our Pick'em League, and the $10 tier is our Fantasy League. We have a couple of patrons in the chat. My main man, uh, Brodney, Zeke Elliott is phenomenal. Pollard is really good. They're in a great place offensively once their wide receivers get healthy. He's a patron. Uh, Tony's a patron. Uh, you know, we got a b- bunch of good stuff. You know, this fantasy league is going to be very good. I really I really enjoy it. Every week we'll have an update, uh, probably a separate show. And worst case scenario, it's a segment on this show. It is what it is. I kind of I quite enjoy it. Uh, but now let's get into the New York Giants game. Uh, I was really simple of what happened to the New York Giants. You know, uh, early on, it looked very good, very promising. We had a pocket. Like, we had a pocket. Daniel Jones could step up in the pocket, could maneuver. And, he, and here's the thing, too, about, about people like Daniel Jones who've, who've been sacked a lot or hit a lot in the pocket. They get jittery feet. So when, it, when the pocket kind of, like, collapse, you know, they kind of just, like, run. They kind of just, like, run, you know? Run out of the pocket and just kind of run. He didn't. He kind of moved up. He kept his feet centered in the pocket, made the right decisions. Made the right decision. He didn't always go deep, but he just he found the open man. Oh, running backs open at the flat. Oh, Colin Johnson's open up right here around the, across the middle. Oh, David Seals. David Seals had a couple good plays. Yo, man, I don't want you know. I don't want to you know. 
David Sills is my James Prochet. Uh, every every year, it's always look look how good David Sills is. Look how good David Sills is, and then he literally does nothing. He's my like he is my James Prochet. So I'm not I'm not I'm not falling for your I'm not falling for your juju David Sills. I want to see you in a real game. But then the problem is, uh, the press conference today, Brian Dayball said him and Colin Johnson have done enough in in training camp and in the games to be in the mix to play in you know the real games you know. Like you know, because like, because here's the thing too, I think it's very clear that the regime does not care for Kenny Galladay. Twenty-one snaps, zero targets. Like I, I know people be like, oh, but you know the flow of the offense, flow of the offense. I get that, but he didn't call for like Brian Dable didn't emphasize Kenny Galladay in the passing game. You know what I mean? You create plays for your number one wide receiver. Like give him the ball. You know, like but you know, like yeah, so he can catch it. You know, is he but going to? that's the, that's the thing, you know, that's the thing, but I, no, but he's didn't too. I don't think, you know, Brian Dillball doesn't really care for it. Kenny Galladay because, because, because he saw what Stefan Diggs did in Buffalo. Stefan Diggs isn't like Kenny Galladay. Stefan Diggs runs routes, a pure route runner, phenomenal on the stick. Great. Yeah. That's his type of wide receiver. Kenny Galladay it's isn't not like, there's nothing it's like Kenny Galladay. Kenny Galladay isn't, Kenny Galladay is like, hey, just run straight. And he runs straight, and you throw the ball up, and he grabs it. That's Kenny Galladay. Those receivers have some place in the NFL, but you know, but in these modern day offenses, you need route runners, like premier route runners. And that's why people like, you know, you know, in the draft they prioritize route runners. Garrett Wilson, Chris Olave. Mm-hmm. A lot of I mean? guys aren't like the biggest, fastest kind of guys. They just mm-hmm. know how to get open. They just get, you know, like Calvin Ridley. You know, a bunch of the Alabama kids, like a bunch of the Alabama kids, they're they have some type of attribute, but the main attribute all three of them face is they run crisp routes. You know, the only one that I didn't know fully if they ran a good crisp route was Henry Ruggs, because the man would just fly. He would just fly, like just foo. You know what I mean? He's just just you know, just flying up the field. But Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith, Calvin Ridley, you know what I mean? Mary Cooper. Mari Cooper, they run the crisp routes, you know. But now the, the days of Kenny Galladay, that big receiver just run and jump, it's kind of fading out a little. You need to know how to run a proper route. And I think that's what that's what Brian Dayball prefers because he saw what Stefan Diggs did in Buffalo. And it's a lot of Buffalo flavor on the in the New York Giants team, you know. John Feliciano, Antonio Williams, Elijah Griffin. A bunch of people, you know, like Jamel, I think Jamel Douglas. We had a bunch of Buffalo people on the on the because, you know, that's what happens. Like, that's what happens. You know, you get somebody from another team. They get players from that team that they like to build the culture. And if those players stick, they stick. But they end up moving on. But the culture is established. So the pocket looked good. Daniel Jones looked good. Here's the thing about Daniel Jones, man. Here's the thing about Daniel Jones. I know what Daniel Jones is. So I'm not going to, like, fall for the fool's gold of what he is. He's a quarterback that needs a lot of help to win a Super Bowl. Any quarterback can win a Super Bowl. You know why? You know why I know this? I'll give you two examples. Trent Dilfer and Brad Johnson are Super Bowl champion quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay? Like, like, so don't tell me that you can't win a Super Bowl with, you know, a quarterback like Daniels. You could, but you need a proper team around him. You oh, know? yeah. I, I definitely agree with you on that. You I, know? I always thought, like, like I know what got... he is. Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, I know I what thought... he is. 
Uh, if you have a, a, a good enough quarterback, you can get to the Super Bowl. You think exactly because um, I think a lot of, like you can see like Jimmy Garoppolo was a good enough quarterback to win the Super Bowl. He just missed on a pass. That was literally yes, it. Literally just missed the one the pass. Like he just but that's but that's you know, the that, right there, guys Joe, like that's Joe Flacco key. or like any of those those type of guys who aren't great, but they're good enough to win the game. Uh, win, okay, win right the there, you 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 hit the nail on the head. Jimmy Garoppolo was one pass away from winning the Super Bowl. Great quarterbacks make that pass and win the Super Bowl. You know, you know, and people like in quarterbacks like Jimmy Garoppolo probably, you know, missed the pass. You know, same thing with Daniel Jones. He if he made if we made the Super Bowl, he either he makes that pass and we win it miraculously, you know, or he doesn't make the pass, which is I know what Daniel Jones is. I know what he is. I'm not fooled, you know, because he isn't the savior, but he's he's good enough to tread water with us. And you either either the Either the, the two things happen. Either two things happen. They like next year's quarterback class. Joe Shane does not like any of the quarterbacks, so he has to stick with Daniel Jones, which I, probably is incorrect because there's three quarterbacks that I like, like three yeah. of them. Like it's you know it's C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson. I think we should target Anthony Richardson because I think Anthony Richardson is what Josh Allen is, and look what happened with Josh Allen with Brian Dayball, and Anthony Richardson is fast as hell. Big as hell, and he can throw the ball like a howitzer. Guess what? Josh Allen wasn't at Wyoming. He had good speed. He was big as hell, and he had a howitzer as an arm. Guess what happened in Buffalo? They developed into a proper quarterback. You know what I mean? Nick Foles won a Super Bowl, literally a couple years ago. You know what I mean? Dang it! Something I froze again. I froze again. Is it me or Gil Gillib? I don't know who froze this time. I think it was probably me. Was it me? Caleb, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can anybody hear me out there? But it is what it is. So, like, he's good enough. We just need to have a bunch of pieces. But the problem is we don't have the pieces. We don't have them. Oh, it is Caleb. All right, it's Caleb. All right, let me take him out real quick until he gets that sorted. Uh, but the problem is we don't have the pieces. We don't have them, you know. We just don't. So the team isn't going to be very good. You can't have a an okay fine quarterback and try to win games. You just can't do it. You just can't do it. It's not. It's not possible because when to if we gotta, you know, we gotta stick it out. We gotta stick it out. It is what it is. But with quarterbacks like Daniel Jones, you, you need you need phenomenal receivers, a great defense, and a and a great run game. You know what I mean? But here's the thing too. A great offensive line. That's the key to everything. A great offensive line. We had no offensive line for four years. No offensive line. We had a proper left tackle and a cornerstone, but nothing else. Nothing else whatsoever. You know, there's nothing there. Our backup left tackle, Roy Metabike. Metabika. Metabika? I don't know how to say his last name. I'm sorry that I butchered your name, Roy. I appreciate you, but thank you. That was Roy's... He was our backup left tackle. That was Roy's second ever... Second ever... Football game. Ever. Ever. Professionally. He's never played football. Ever. We have not... We we have we have solid pieces on the field. Um, Devernay Hamilton, he played left... He played guard and tackle in that game. 
and he played very well. He played good. But that's the thing about this, man. You need a great offensive line. You need a good run game and a good offensive line to mitigate your quarterback's, you know, pain. You know, a lot of play action yep. and very good. You know, like like Brad Johnson, like people talk about, forget about Brad Johnson. He was not a good quarterback that year. But Tampa Bay had an all-the-worldly defense and Priest Holmes and Simeon Rice. No, not Priest Holmes. Simeon Rice is a defensive end. What am I talking about? Uh, they have Priest Holmes. Yes. And, and, uh, and, and, uh, they didn't they have any no, 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 no. The Buccaneers. Yeah, he was on the Ravens. Priest Holmes was on the Ravens? Yeah. Who the hell did the Buccaneers have? Mike Allstott? And who else? Um, what was that dude? Uh, work Done? No, nah, Work Done was already gone. Wasn't he? I don't know. I thought he was a, I thought he was a running back. <laughs> okay, fine. It was probably Work Done and somebody else. But they had two running backs. They had two running backs, I think. Was it they had two running backs or just one running back? Ah, it doesn't matter. Uh, but the point is this. Brad Johnson was the quarterback, and they won a Super Bowl. That's my point. You know what I mean? But the problem with the New York Giants is they don't have four Hall of Famers on defense. They don't. They don't have Rondé Barber. They don't have John Lynch. They don't have Warren Sapp. They don't have Derrick Brooks. They don't. And they don't have Simeon Rice. They don't have those players. Four Hall of Famers and a very good defensive player for his time in Simeon Rice. They don't have work done. We, this, this, this roster is, is Michael Pittman. Oh, yeah, probably Michael Pittman. Like, this roster is broken. It's 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 there. It needs to be rebuilt from scratch, and that's what Joe Shane's here. He knows what's missing. He knows what Daniel Jones is. Joe Shane and Brian Double know what he is. If they roll with him, they know they have to build the roster. But if they you know upgrade from him, they know they could you know. This is the thing about great quarterbacks and great players. They can hide a certain area if it's lacking. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so like a great quarterback can hide that you don't really have a good run game. Or your receivers are kind of. I mean, you, can, you can go with Joe Burrow and his offense was terrible, but he still had a great year. You know, exactly. The quarterback. He was sacked 19 times in the in the playoffs. You know what I mean? 19 times. You know, 51 times in the entire season, uh, which was which which led the NFL. And that's what I'm saying, bro. And he he wasn't gun shy. But we know I know what Daniel Jones is. So when people be like, "Oh, you love Daniel," like, no, I know what he is. And I'm not being fooled anymore. He had a very good pocket last night, and he made the right decision. He made the right decision. But he isn't He isn't someone that I can say, like, hey, yo, put the ball in his hands and go win us this game. Because he isn't. He isn't special. There's nothing about him. He's just another guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's what he is. He's just another dude. He's just another dude. He's not Lamar, where Lamar can carry a team in shambles to 8-3. and three. And then when he gets hurt, they completely self-destruct. He's not that. You know, he's not that. You know, he's not Joe Burrow where you can literally see he had no offensive line. But he has great receivers, though. But he had no offensive line. You know what I mean? People talk about, like, oh, but Joe Burrow had great receivers. That's true. And you know what? Jamar Chase was open in the Super Bowl. But guess what happened? He got sacked before he could throw the ball. You know what I mean? Like, but he still, he still got there, though, with a horrible offensive line. You know what yeah. I mean? He's not Tom Brady where you literally give him Deion Branch and he, he wins the Super Bowl with him. Or or Wes Welker or Danny Amendola. Like, he won Super Bowls with Julian Edelman and Danny Amendola and Chris Hogan. Chris yeah. Hogan played lacrosse in, in, in college. He didn't play football. You know what I mean? Like, he, he, that's what Daniel, he, but Daniel Jones could win one if you build the roster properly because he'll just be Trent Dilfer. He'll just be Brad Johnson. And no offense, he's probably a little bit better than them. You know, you know, he's faster, 
has more athleticism. Yeah. You know what I mean? He can run. Ran as fast as Tyree Kill, apparently. I don't know. But that's 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 what I that's 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 what I'm talking about, you know what I mean? Uh but on other notes though, um, you know, shout out to Alex Bachman, wide receiver one, Alex Bachman, eleven catches, 122 yards and two touchdowns. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding about Alex. I like Alex Bachman. I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just having fun right now with Alex Bachman. Him and David Seals and Colin Johnson, our new receivers. I I want to talk one receiver I want to talk about is Wandale Robinson. We 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 um we scripted a couple of plays for him. No, no, we scripted a couple of plays for him, but it didn't hit. It wasn't hitting. You know what I mean? It just wasn't hitting. And I don't know, it's probably because it's preseason and they're still working out kinks, but it didn't it, it his his designed gadget plays didn't look good. But I think the problem is you don't need to do gadget plays with him. Just let him play wide receiver. Cause he caught 104 catches in the SEC. He played receiver in the SEC. He didn't do no. He did. He did some gadget plays and some rushings. But he's a prior. He's a primary receiver. 100, 104 catches, Caleb, in the SEC. If I tell you a receiver did that in the SEC, what do you think? Damn good. Damn good, right? Yeah. And this is the this is the best conference in the, in the country. Just let him play wide receiver. Put him in the slot and let him and let him and let him catch. Just do that. Don't do no orbits. Don't do no bubble, you know, a little bit of bubble screen probably. But let him go play receiver. Probably if you want to do a bubble screen, make sure you, you know, your, you know, receivers block. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Uh, so there's that with the receiver group. Um, our entire 2022 draft class is injured. Yeah. Everyone is hurt. The kids we just drafted, everyone got hurt. The only one who hasn't been hurt is Micah McFadden and one of our linebackers and Evan Neal. By the way, Evan Neal looked good. Actually, he looked better this week. He did give up a pressure. I saw him do that, but he didn't. He wasn't leaning. It wasn't a lot of leaning. It was a lot of he. He kind of mirrored. He's he's, he's improving. I like it. Uh but yeah, man, the entire draft class we just drafted is injured. Marcus McCaithen, torn ACL. Darian Beavers, torn ACL. Josh Azudu, he's injured, but we don't know the injury though. A Cordell Flott hurt his groin. Dane Belton broke his collarbone. DJ Davis hurt his ankle, I think. And and Nala's Trinity, Kayvon Thibodeau, MCL strain. Uh, not, not, you know, we don't like to go more than an hour, but we're about to go a little bit more than an hour because that's that was some bullshit. That was some fucking bullshit. And I don't get, yo, yo, yo no, fuck that. Fuck fuck that. Fuck that. That was bullshit. That was what fucking was Caleb. Don't 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 troll me right now, cause me and you were green on it last night. Don't fucking troll I me. Have, I, I, I had time to think on it. I had time to no, watch no, it. Fuck your bullshit. That's fucking bullshit. No, fuck that. Don't be fucking lying to me here, bro. I'm not I'm lying. Listening. I'm just saying you can you can switch no, 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 your, no. you can you can change your mind. No, no, I'm. I will not change my mind because I know what my mind has been made up. No, no, and, and you know what? No, I hate all how you know what you know what on Twitter those fucking offensive linemen. I know what the fuck they're doing. They're trying. They're trying to be like, no, it wasn't dirty. It wasn't dirty. Now, I know what you're trying to do, Damian Woody. It was dirty. All right, it was unnecessary. Was it? It was, it was legal. Was it? There's a difference between illegal and dirty. It's legal, but it's dirty. That was unnecessary. He dove right at his fucking knee. Because here's the thing, too, man. Here's the thing, too. I'll I mean, he AG saw earlier. it coming, though. He no. turned his head. He saw it coming. He didn't do anything. It was to a get pull block. Way. It wasn't a cut block. He was pulling. When you pull, you got to get him, got to push him away. And he already stopped. And he, and, yeah, and, he you know. he stopped and he saw it coming. He turned his body and kind of, uh, he kind of. Exactly, because he, 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 he thought he was going to go thigh. He thought he was going to. No, bro. He thought he was going to go five. He went he too low. It. He went too low on purpose. 
He went too low yeah, on purpose. Don't give me that bullshit. Coming. He could have he could have done a lot of different things instead of turning his body like that and letting it. He could have squared up, use his hands and push him out, push him down out of the way. But he turned his body, let him fall into his legs. He didn't fall. He dove right at his knee. I know, but he could have avoided that if he didn't turn his body, body like that. Because no, I, I watched the play. I watched the play. He turned his head. Hey man, I, I watched the play. I watched the play in real time. It was quick. He dove at his knee like that. You know what I mean? Because it was an RPO option, right? So he had to read the quarterback and the running back, so he couldn't move. You know what I mean? You know, so like he was stuck in that in that dead man zone, right? Because because the thing was they had to they were releasing Kayvon as free rusher for the read option. And then Thaddeus Moss pulled. It was a pull block. It wasn't a cut block. It was a pull. Cut blocks are when you're on the offensive line and you dive in the lane of the defensive lineman for a cutback. For a cutback. This was no cutback. It was a read. You read or you or the, you pull it or you run it or you throw it. But there was no cutback. You know, he just straight dove at his knee. Straight dove at his knee. That was not, not, that was not necessary. There's a difference between legal, necessary, and dirty. Unnecessary and it was d- dirty for no apparent reason. It was no, there was no reason for that to happen. You could you could have made the same same impact if you like literally like just dove at his thigh and and pelvic area or try to like you know what? Because here's the thing too about Thaddeus Moss. He's also six foot five. Him and Kayvon Thibodeau are the same size, same height. He could have guarded him straight up, big boy. Put on your big boy pants and actually block somebody, sucker. Sucker, soft ass, soft ass shit, soft ass shit, Thaddeus Moss, soft ass shit, and you Randy Moss's son, soft shit right there, soft shit, soft, soft shit right there, soft as Charmin, punk ass shit, in a preseason game, diving at a man's knee for no reason, trying to to describe it as a cut block, I know what a cut block is, fool, That was a block. He just dove at his knee. Took him out of the play. Yeah, he tried to take out his career. I don't know. Thank God it was an I MCL strain. Hey, man, you don't have these knee injuries, man. You could have destroyed everything. Jalen Jalen Smith's career was destroyed by a knee injury. Well, he got a pole after that. We talking about? Yeah, but his knee was degenerative, and it didn't hold the same. Boom, nerve damage. You forgot about that, didn't you? Soft shit. Thaddeus Moss. Yeah. Thaddeus. Not fad. Thaddeus. Soft shit. You a big boy. This is where the big boys play. Guard him up straight up, homie. Do it. All right. Caleb, where can people find you? <laughs> you can find me at NFLKO22 on Twitter, Twitter and Instagram. You can find me on this channel. Uh, with Betty NFL, we are doing the AFC North this week, and we have some couple of special uh, guests who are, are, you know, Ravens fans that we all know. Um, so look out for that coming up this week. Um, and yeah, uh, yeah, you can. Um, I think that's about it. All right, guys, I'm Ferris Lona. You can find me here. There's my. You can find me on Twitter. There's my handle right there. Ferris Lona. Make sure to like this video uh, on the replay. Uh, uh, comment, like I said. Um, Pretty much it. Also, too, on this channel, where um, you know, for you know, if you're a Schmodown fan, if you're still a Schmodown fan, we are on uh, on our on our website at let'sgetreadynetwork.com. We're still doing Schmodown Reflections. It's a multi-piece project created by Delia Chamberlain, where she gets the players of the Schmodown and the creators of the Schmodown, the Schmodown in their eyes, 
their words. That's what it is. Uh, make sure if you go to merch store.com slash a store dot L let's get ready. Wait, store dot let's get ready network.com. You got a bunch of shirts, a bunch of designs. Buy one of them. Uh, again, if you want to add a little more layer of support, constant support, patreon.com slash LGR network. And, you know, thank you very much. Uh, we really appreciate everybody's interaction. Thank you to the chat. Shout out to Tony Hendo. Shout out to Adelia, Star Drew, Brodney. I saw Brodney. I saw Davon. Davon had to catch us on replay. He's probably a little busy right now. Thank you to Davon. Uh, you know, Mikey. Shout out to Mikey. Cousin Mikey. Cousin Mikey, my dog. Uh, Greg. I just want to shout out a couple people. Uh, that's pretty much it. Jeremy Miller. I saw Jeremy. Uh, but yeah, on that note, thank you guys. Yo, oh, Matt. Matt just joined. Matt, I saw Matt. It's true, Matt. Matt was here. Sorry, Matt. I missed your comment. Uh, but yeah, on that note, stay safe. Stay cool. Uh, have fun. And enjoy some football and some, you know, I actually went to a barbecue last weekend. Enjoy some football. Enjoy some barbecue, baby.